My name is Ginger Ricks. My husband Montel and I have a blended family with three kids. After working in various industries over the last 20 years, I'm a full-time mom now. But how many of you know that whether you work in the field or not at all, you're not just a mom. We women, we wear many hats. And this isn't dress rehearsal either. It's real life, real people, real stories here on The Tripod Mom. Welcome everybody to the Tripod Mom podcast. I want to thank you so much for coming on today. You cannot see us, but I am joined here tonight with uh, my beautiful guest, um, just somebody that I super admire as a mother. She's got so much experience and I'll let her tell you a little bit about it when she tells you about her family dynamic. Um, But she's somebody who is a mentor and mother to me. She's actually my children's God, great, you know, mother. Um, So she is definitely close to our family, close to our children, and has been very influential in my husband and my life and our marriage um, and now our children's lives, um, you know, since as long as I've known her. So welcome, Miss Diana Trimble. Can you say hello? Hello, everyone. So I am so excited to have you on today because even as I was getting ready for this episode, I was like, I need some tips for my own holiday because Thanksgiving is a couple days away and I'm starting to get a little nervous. I have um, people coming over to my house and I have a plan in my mind, but I just really want to hear the tips that you have to run a smooth holiday. So before we get into it, um, I'm going to take a quick commercial break and just introduce some sponsors and we'll jump right back into the episode. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. I don't know about you, but in our house, we love spicing up our meals with hot sauce. We have all the traditional faves, but we also enjoy trying new flavors from time to time. I am so glad that we found the Goddamn Sauce. They're a local sauce company based out of Los Angeles, California, that was started by two Howard alumni. From pineapple ginger sauce to curry reaper hot sauce, everything is extraordinary and will boss up every meal. They're also a Black-owned business, which if you know anything about the Tripod Mom, we love supporting our Black-owned businesses. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at The Goddamn Sauce. That's the G-O-T-D-A-M-N Sauce, The Goddamn Sauce. And boss up using promo code MOMBOSSES, that's M-O-M-B-A-U-C-E-S, for 15% off your next order. Get your sauce up with the goddamn sauce, the boss of all sauces. Welcome back everyone. And you are joined tonight with Miss Diana Trimble. Again, um, she is gonna drop some knowledge on how to run a smooth holiday. So I'm gonna let her tell a little bit about herself and why I personally think that she's very 
fitting for this topic. So Miss Diana, how many children do you have and what are their ages? I have four uh, women now. They used to be little girls, but they're women. Uh, the oldest is Christina, 35. Candace is 32. Carla is 30. And Clarissa is 28. Wow. So they are young women. And I am privileged to know all of your daughters as my sisters in the Lord and just my sisters in life. Um, they are phenomenal women, and I think we have commented before just an incredible job you and Papa Chuck have done in raising these women, and that's why just being around your family, I know that you have done such a great job at um, developing them for the kingdom and just as women, Black women, um, and I, I just, I just love it. I love them and I love you, mom, you know this. So, um, what about you and Papa Chuck? How long have you guys been married and tell us a little bit about that? Wow. Let's see. I think we've been married for, I'm bad at this. He's better at it than me. I'm going to say 38 years. Okay. And I know you have an anniversary coming up because it's my birthday. <laughs> right. And do you guys come both from a big family? We do. Yes, we do. So navigating that, especially like in the early years, how did you do, you know, holidays with four little girls? Well, one little girl and then continued to have girls on top of girls on top of girls. <laughs> well, I can just remember going back when probably... I'm thinking when we had the one, maybe two, and we um, moved from the city to the suburbs. Um, and so we would travel every Christmas back to, you know, our home. And so we would divide our time with the family, um, with my family, uh, Chuck's family. And once the family, our family increased to four, we decided that it was a little bit too much um, because, you know, preparing for Christmas and getting up early with the kids, opening presents and having to leave and them not being able to enjoy what Jesus bought them because my kids were never taught in Santa. So mm -hmm. <laughs> um, whatever, you know, they weren't able to enjoy that. So we started a tradition. We'll just being at home and inviting our families, my family, his family, um, together and celebrating Christmas. And it actually worked out well. People really, they, they would come, family would come. And even though it was like an hour away, maybe an hour and a half because of the holiday traffic, but they, they would come, they would know, they knowing that they would, uh, come to have a good time, have a good meal and just fellowship with one another. So it, it just worked out that way. So it took up, that took a lot of stress off for us, I believe, in having to not only, you know, prepare for Christmas for our family, but um, our, I, mean, I should say immediate family, but then having to prepare gift giving and, you know, all the food and pack, packaging, all that, not packaging, but, you know, um, getting it together and, 
heading down to Los Angeles was quite a bit, you know, but. Yeah, I can relate to that because Montel and I, um, when we had the two babies, you know, first Christmases and Thanksgivings and first anythings for new parents and babies are like a big deal in the family and everybody wants to see the babies and, you know, love on them. And that's great. But like you said, as your family grows, it becomes harder to do that um, every year. And sometimes you just don't want to, you get tired of packing up your family and your kids and they're, you know, maybe having a difficult time sitting in traffic or, you know, going to airports and things like that. So um, the last year, just in 2021, Montel and I have really taken a step back and said, you know what, we've kind of got our own family now. So maybe we should have things at our house. And if people want to come, if we are willing to host, then sure, they can come. But if not, then it's just going to be us. And we're okay with that. Because like you said, it relieves the stress and the pressure off of us from having to plan, you know, nap times and, you know, what if you just don't even want to get the kids ready that day because you're cooking all day, you know, stay in your jammies. And like, we had to be okay with that and explain that to our families. Like, you know, sorry, we're, we're not heading out in that traffic. If you want to come this way, that's totally cool. So I love that tip of just, you know, doing kind of your own thing you know, especially as your family grows. Um, I think your values maybe change a little bit more to accommodate your own comfortability and your growing family. So, but what do you have as far as like some, because I asked you for some bullets. So do you have like tip one, tip two, like what are your tips for running a smooth and successful holiday? Well, Ginger, in reality, running a smooth and um, successful holiday. Um, it's not real, but, <laughs> but, you know, you can do it. I've done it. We've done it with a little less stress, I should say. Yeah. It's not always like easy, but to have some intentionality is helpful. So I guess that's how running the most smoothest holiday that you can <laughs> tips right okay so my first one because I know when you asked me that I, I I knew the my first tip and a lot of people don't know this is something that I do because it's for myself um going into the holidays I always um I am for those that don't know me I am a born-again Christian and I do believe in Jesus as my Lord and Savior so um and I know that Christmas is the reason, you know, for that season, but for many seasons, Jesus is, but I take time and just sit and just reflect and just um, read the, um, the different um, gospels on what took place, uh, you know, before the birth and after the birth. So that kind of um, gets me centered and focused on what's really important. Um, because without that birth, I, we would not have a Christmas season. That's amazing. I don't know that I've ever 
taken time to think about Jesus before the holiday. It's always like busy, go, 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 go. And then like, oh yeah, Christmas is coming back. Oh, it's about Jesus. It looks like, you know, in the back of your mind, but maybe doing that beforehand, um, again, just kind of would help your focus and not to be like, at least for myself, speaking for myself, you know, to not be so distracted with, um, like one thing we've done is, obviously the kids love gifts and my family loves gifts. They just love buying all kinds of stuff for the kids. And I love it too, because the kids love it. But my husband and I, we're not really big on gifts because we know that that's not what Christmas is about. So maybe in that sense, like we do try to, you know, bring everybody back into knowing like, you know, it's great that, you know, you want to buy gifts and we want to exchange gifts so people don't feel left out and, you know, everybody feels included and special. But um, for a conversation that he and I have is always just, you know, it's, that's not what it's really about. Like, so maybe this year we will try to just reiterate that to each other. And then like to the kids, especially um, the oldest one, TJ, the 13 year old. (laughs) So, all right. What's tip number two, mom? Um, uh, that was tip number two would be on gift giving. Okay. <laughs> I was talking uh, with one of my daughters to, today about that. And, um, her husband is from Nigeria. And, um, I remember when he shared with me what their Christmas tradition is, they don't buy gifts. Mm-hmm. They don't, um, you know, it's not a hustle and bustle, uh, about, what are we buying for this one? What are we buying for that one? What they actually do is each family, um, they go back to their village and the village is where they were born and raised. And so every, you know, all family members go back to that village from all over and um, they just have a celebration there. So what they may do, like Caleb was, that's my son-in-law, he was telling me his mom would, um, their gift would be buying them new clothes so that mm-hmm. when they go back to the village, they, he would say, so they won't look dusty, you know, like they normally <laughs> do. <laughs> but then he also shared with me that um, his mom and dad would take gifts back to the villagers back there because they were, they are, um, you know, they're, are in a lot of need so that would be their way of giving back but as far as exchanging gifts like with families and you know family members and stuff that's something they don't do but you know here in the in America that's not what we do it's totally different sometimes right. it's the focus is um all about the gifts who can get the better gifts but um you know, and as, as my family um, grew, um, my husband and I would always say, okay, the kids get to pick three gifts. But that, in reality, that wasn't, they, they got more, you know, probably from us and either from like, you know, our family members, because we have a big family. Mm-hmm. But my, my thing was with Christmas, I always make sure my, my kids knew that the gifts came from Jesus. I wouldn't say Santa. So I just, so they would know, you know, but, um, and in our family, we would always just buy gifts for everybody. But then as the kids got older, 
I think um, we started going to my sister's house and we decided, hey, we're just going to pick names and, you know, and gift exchange that way. And so we, we started doing that and um, it was less stressful, but still I have a family of six. So we still had to buy presents for, you know, for someone else, but still not for everybody. But we still gave, you know, but it's just, it was just a little bit more, it was more, it was less stress to have to go out and buy for this one and that one. And do you really know what they, I mean, you know, you know what they like, but, you know, especially like nowadays, the kids want, they want money, you know, they don't, <laughs> they don't want you to buy them a gift, you know? Yeah. But, especially as they get older, they want to buy their own gifts. So. Right. Right. So that, you know, that, um, is something as far as gift giving, you know, just kind of reevaluated. And especially nowadays with a lot of people um, just maybe out of work or just struggling, um, maybe there's a, a charity you can give to. Like I know they, my company gives us uh, funds to go buy for a needy family. Mm-hmm. And then we, um, I don't, but whatever I pick out, I send to the my coworker that's in charge and she'll go I mean she'll pack up everything she and her husband and she goes you know to the family that's in need and so that's kind of satisfying you know and I'm like and I believe one year our our immediate family I think we actually went to the county and picked and got a name a family's name and we gave to them but I would like to give more back you know that way as far as gift giving uh, for Christmas, because for a lot of people, it's it's a rough time financially. Yeah, I really like that idea of reevaluating your gift giving. So I'm not. This is me. I know people that are. You know, they have the money to to buy their kids. You know, the expensive gifts and the top notch and tons of things, you know, and that's great if you're able to do that. Um, But also on the other side, I think it's amazing when you can think of other people other than yourself and your own family. And like you said, say that there are other people that may not be that lucky. I like that idea of just reevaluating our gift giving instead of just, like I said, throwing stuff at people, because even our oldest son, he's at the age where he just likes the gifts and a lot of them and and he doesn't really understand the the effort that goes into working full-time to purchase the gifts so um we're thinking more so about doing like an experience for him this year Um, and it'll be something for all of the family but instead of gifts it'll be like a gift to go to a place so we can have just a different type of experience together. So I don't know if that helps anybody else. Now, what about like, um, do you have any tips for, let's say you're hosting dinner at your house for Thanksgiving or Christmas or Friendsgiving or, you know, all these other little parties that happen around this time. Any tips on how to execute that, um, you know, with some precision and ease? Yes, I would say um, in preparing for that, um, make sure you don't do things at the last minute because yes. that, that in itself causes you to be stressed out. 
my husband and I, if we're doing something at the house, we we would make sure that, I mean, we get things in a timely manner, put it that way. There, Of course, there has been times when I've forgotten something, so I'm running to the store, you know, like um, to get the last minute things, but for the most part, everything's there. Um, and just kind of prepping things, certain things, if you can prep, like if there's veggies or something, like that needs to be chopped during the fruit, a food processor that can be frozen when you're ready to make your, say your dressing or something like that or whatever. I mean, you don't have to, um, you don't have to worry about doing that, you know, all at once. So if you can kind of prep your food, um, if you have to season your meat, just put in the, I, you know, we would season it a day or so, put it in the, in the refrigerator. So when it's time to cook, it's all ready to go. Um, when we bake, we bake a day or two in advance, you know, yeah. because we, we are never cooking dinner on the day of Thanksgiving or at Christmas. When family and friends come, everything is done. Everything's done because we've gone to um, not family's house, but I, I'm going to say friends years and years ago for maybe not even for the holidays, but to have dinner and dinner's not ready. And you're like two hours later, you're hungry, you know, yeah. it's like, where's the food, you know, but yeah. yeah. And so I think we kind of learned from that. So when, um, you know, just have things ready when your guests come, um, if you can, and if you have guests that's coming, family that's coming. Um, and I know like we used to, we used to have certain family members bring, um, you know, we would designate things to bring, but if, it's, if it was like a main course, we, we would make sure, well, we've learned not to do that because when it's time to eat, then that family member may not be there with that main course. So, right. so now you're in charge of, you know, like all plates, napkins, or drinks, something that we can do without if you're not there on time. Okay, that's smart. And I like prepping my stuff ahead of time too. I'm actually um, doing some desserts. I'm going to do probably an apple pie, but for sure a pumpkin, two pumpkin pies. My recipe makes two. And I have a Thanksgiving and then I also have, and don't judge me because I'm making pumpkin and not sweet potato pie, you listeners out there, okay? Because I found a really, really good recipe and my family loves it and it's super easy. So anyways, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. But um, we have Thanksgiving on Thursday and then on Saturday, we're doing a Friendsgiving. And so there's my two pies. I might make another um, apple pie the day before or something like that. But again, those can be cooked ahead of time. So, and now that you've got my wheels spinning, I'm like, yeah, I can probably do my greens a, a day before and just reheat those and, and just little things that will help not to have so much going on on the day of Thanksgiving because you still got to, you know, set the table and, you know, put everything out and clean the babies up and hopefully your house is clean. So any of that stuff that we can knock out ahead of time, um, we're actually going to start probably Monday and Tuesday. Um, and then probably like the food is going to start like Tuesday and Wednesday. So yes, yes. Now, what about, um, going to a family member's house or, or 
I mean, I guess it could be at your house or if you, if you go somewhere, how do you get the kids involved in, you know, at any age, your children are a lot older, um, but, you know, we have small children. So at any age, how does everybody get involved in the festivities and you don't feel like they're just there to eat and then to leave? Um, I think our family, like my girls, they've always looked forward to spending time with their family. Um, be it my, my side of the family or, or my husband's side of the family, because we don't see each other a lot. So that was never, that right in itself was never a challenge. You know, they always looked forward to spending time with their cousins or with their grandmother or aunties and uncles and just, you know, getting to know them. Cause like we live so far away from everyone. So when that time rolls around, I've had no, we had no problems with that. You know, they were, you know, like less, they're ready to go, you know. Do you guys get the kids involved in any of that process though? Like, do they prepare their own dishes? If, you know, like you said, if you're having people over or going somewhere else, now they're old enough to cook, you know, are they bringing a dish? Are they just bringing themselves? Are they, are they helping set up, clean up? I mean, what is going on? Is, oh, everything, no. is everything up to you to do every role? No, no. It used to be me and my husband, but now, um, you know, the girls are, they cook now. They're good cooks. Of course, um, they learn from mama and papa. So they're great cooks. So Candace is the one that will probably do some type of desserts. Carla will cook something. Um, Tina and Clarissa, they, they help organize because they're coming from up north. So we don't ask too much of them. And of course they would, they cling to um, it just like last year, we were in the transition of moving. And so we were not in our home and uh, the girls, um, two of my daughters was at my brother's house and um, the two girls came down. So dinner was on them. I mean, they could Christmas dinner and everything was delicious. So I don't know if they're going to do that this year now that we're in our home, but hint, hint, if they're listening, right? Uh, it can be a repeat because the food and everything was good. We had, we had to do, we didn't do anything. We didn't have to do nothing. We just had to show up. And so that was, that was a good feeling, you know, to see them actually put their skills in and to play and, and preparing everything and cleaning up everything and just, it was good. So yeah, they definitely do get involved and have gotten involved and back in the day when they were younger if they couldn't um cook they would have to help clean up let's get this bathroom clean up yep. you know I always make sure the bathrooms were clean up when guests come in they didn't like that they were like well why do they need to be clean when all they're going to do is dirty but get dirty but I'm thinking well you don't want to go to you always want to go to the clean place when you go so but so that's, that was their choice back then. Keep their rooms clean, have the house clean, but now they graduated. So they're in preparing meals for us now. I think that is so important for people out there listening. If you can get your kids involved in any kind of way, I think teaching them the skills to clean, I don't know how many millennials I have run into that have never cleaned a toilet they don't know how to cook. Um, they're on their own and they come home and their parents do their laundry for the holidays. 
And I personally think that you may be doing your kids a disservice because when they are out on their own, they, you know, are so dependent on you that they really don't have the tools to know what to do except to pay somebody else to do <laughs> right. the things that you were doing for them, like, you know, feeding them and clothing them. And so they're just doing Uber Eats or DoorDash or something because they don't, or, you know, buying out, you know, to eat because they don't know how to boil water. Um, so yes, I, I love that idea of getting, you know, everybody involved at any age, whether you're bringing a dish, whether your, um, I mean, some, some kids can even just watch the other kids if they're old enough, you know, because the adults are maybe trying to set the table and get the food out and make sure, um, you know, everybody has what they need. So rather than one person, you know, the host or the mothers out there, you know, get the kids involved, give them an activity, something to keep them occupied. Maybe they're helping with baking cookies or desserts or something that's even very, maybe they're making iced tea. Anything to make people feel like a part of the process, I think really um, makes them feel more like family than just a guest, right? Because guests, they just really get served. But if you include them in, and, and there's a time and a place for that too, you know, if you are taking on that responsibility and saying, I want you to come over, just sit back and relax. That's incredible too, you know, but we're talking also like about your family and your own kids, your own nieces and nephews. Y'all need to help. Y'all, you know, especially if you're old enough, I'm not serving you. You can come up here and help me get this dish out. And oh, the kids need, you know, help getting their plates done. Can you make them a plate or whatever? I'm, I'm all about getting the younger ones involved with the process. I think they need more teaching of those skills, like I said. So when they're out on their own, they're not like a deer in headlights, like, what do I do? <laughs> exactly. I agree with you on that. Um, I know like, um, yeah, I would get my nephews sometime involved. Let's help set up these tables. You know, let's get these tablecloths on these tables. Um, yeah, take out this trash, you know? We, you and know, they hate it. Sometimes yeah. they hate it. But yes. they'll remember and they'll appreciate it when they get older that they, you know, know how to do that without being told. Right, exactly. So any last words for listeners out there? What can we bring home about making the holidays less stressful and really just have helping everybody to have a great time. I would just, again, just focus on what the season is truly about. Um, try reconnecting with friends that you haven't seen in a while. Um, you're going to see your family at the holidays, but apart from that, you have friends um, that you haven't seen in years. And if they're in the area, reach out to them, go have dinner, go have lunch with them, go catch a movie. Um, just do some, do some meat things for yourselves, you know, because we as mothers are always, um, we're just, we're in it. We're always there helping everyone out. And sometimes we have to step back and kind of pamper ourselves, you know, and just take care of ourselves and don't feel guilty um, about, um, leaving your kids with your husband or, or leaving the kids with the babysitter, leave them. They're fine. 
um, you know, just go ahead and enjoy yourselves. Enjoy, you know, if you and your husband needs to get away, do that, you know, leave the babies with someone. They'll, they'll survive. Trust me, they're not really thinking about you once you're gone. <laughs> so if you're thinking about them, just stop it and just enjoy yourself. Yeah, I think it's easy to get caught up in just the do, do, do and the go, 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 especially during the holidays. But I think that's great advice for year round. Like moms, don't forget to take care of yourself. Spend some time with your significant other. In fact, um, I like did something that I was so proud of myself. I went and got my own nails done and I went by myself. I was trying to reach out to other girlfriends to go. And I knew I wanted to go before the holidays because this week is going to be crazy with Thanksgiving. Everybody's going to be everywhere. It's going to be crazy anywhere you go. And so I just said, you know what? I'm going to go by myself. And I was very determined. I told my husband, this is what my schedule is. I you know, you got to watch the kids for a couple of hours, but I am making this happen. And it was the best two hours I could have given myself in preparation for now. I'm going to go through this week serving everybody else because I feel like, wow, I did something for myself and I had some time to just unload, you know? So yes, great advice. Like I said, not just for the holidays, for all year round. So Well, thank you, Mama, for coming on tonight. Um, if you are enjoying this episode or others, please subscribe. Please um, let us know what you think. Leave a review and definitely share this uh, message. I hope that we will have you on again, Mama Diana, because I just love talking to you about so many variety of different things because you have so much knowledge, um, especially when it comes to raising just kingdom shaking women, you know, just, just being such an impactful, um, figure for young people, including your own daughters. And so I just admire your parenting and that, and your leadership, your spiritual leadership in particular. So I love you and I hope to have you on again soon, mom. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you guys later on the tripod mom podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening today on The Tripod Mom. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. That way we can reach more listeners with stories just like these. Thanks again.